And this is TV Cinematic. And today, if you can tell, we are talking about Rangers. I turn my mic. I turn my microphone down. <laughs> I guess we don't need to hear you, huh? Now, Perfect Strangers. That is the most inspirational theme song I've ever heard. We could just sit and listen to that. Yeah, it is pretty inspirational. All right, give me the... Uh, our the thing about that song is, though, it's inspirational, but then you think about, wait a minute, like, that's not how life works. You don't have a... There's not a goal, and you meet it, and then, like, everything's great forever. Yeah, and TV, and, you know, books and things like that, there's, like, something you're trying to achieve, and once you do it, everything's going to be okay. Well, yeah, but that because that happen in real life. TV and movies need to end. Like a romantic comedy needs to end, so and that couple lives happily ever after, but they don't show, you know, them breaking up two years later or whatever. Or... Well, it doesn't have to be a relationship. It's just whatever it is you're yeah, trying I'm to just do. Yeah, as an example. Yeah, you do it, and then now, yeah, there's still more life, and whatever you did, that might not work out either. That's it why I like. That's part. why I like how The Sopranos ended, because that should that should be how all things end. It just goes to black. Yeah, it's over for us, but the, but the the characters are still going. Who knows what happens to them? Nothing. Yep. Eating uh, dinner. I mean, obviously Tony would be dead now because the the actor died. So yeah. As my as my rule, however, an actor dies exactly how their all their characters died. Now we have to find out how all these actors died. Let's find out what the characters did. What? You mean the bad? No, it'd be the other way around. No, oh, well, whatever. Sopranos one makes sense because he's a big man out okay. of shape. So, yeah, he had a heart attack. We 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 buy that. That could be that could have happened. He died died of a heart attack in the in the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, that works. Had yeah. a coronary. Anyway, all right. Perfect strangers. When did it start? Give me give me the stats. Started in 1986. Um. I don't know. Was it part of the... It was originally airing on Tuesdays for the short six-episode first season in the spring of 86. It moved to Wednesdays in primetime in the fall of 86. It remained on Wednesdays until March 1988 when it was moved to Fridays. Because that's yeah, when... So it, that's it, when... It wasn't well, TGIF started in 88, I think. Yeah. So initially it wasn't part of TGIF, but then it became part of it. Yeah, because TGIF didn't start until 1989. Yeah, so... The premise of this show, Balky Bartokomus. Ridiculous premise. From the island of Mepos, it's, a, it's an island off of Greece. He wants to move to America. But, you know, since uh, you just can't show up in America, you know, uh, with nothing, no resources, nothing set up, no job. So, better yet, I have a distant cousin, Larry Who doesn't Appleton. know I exist. Yeah. So I'm not sure if he knows that he exists or not. No, I don't. I I rewatched the the open. I think the uh, it's on Hulu, and I think he just shows up. Like, who are you? I'm your cousin. Like, okay. Can I just open? Can I just randomly knock on somebody's door and say I'm their cut, long lost cousin? I guess so. Gonna, and like, yeah. 
He was annoyed? Like, Larry's always annoyed. But like, why are you letting this dude live with you? Out of guilt? Maybe, I don't yeah. know, maybe he called his mom and she's like, yeah, that's your cousin. And he's like, all right. Done some research. So, okay, random guy shows up on your doorstep. I'm your cousin. Now I have to live with you for the next decade. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's the way it works. That's kind of weird. But that's what happened. They got... Larry got him a job at the newspaper where he was working. I'm not sure what they were doing there. Well... They're in Chicago. So the series chronicles the relationship of Larry Appleton and his distant cousin, Belki Bartokomos. Larry, a Wisconsin native from a large family, has just moved into his apartment in Chicago. Someone mentioned on Twitter the other day how... A lot of 80s shows you the theme song or the video of the th- during the theme song explain exactly what the show was. They yeah, don't do that anymore. Well, but, this one definitely had it because they'd show Balky. It would say like America or Bust. He'd yep. have the sign. Yeah, he's on he's the like, back of some wagon in his in his little uh, shit country he lived in, and then then he came over, and then he show him, so shows up, with, and they show Marklin Baker or cousin Larry packing up and moving to sh- the big city from Wisconsin. So apparently, did they both move there around the same time? Yeah, I don't like, know how he found them. Like, how would you know someone moved? So, like, Larry just went there, and then, you know, he probably, you know, established himself a little bit, and then not long after, your cousin, who you don't know, shows up. Yeah, I'm not sure how information travels so freely. And having that he- a, a guy, a foreigner who, does, who, who only knows, like, American culture from TV, like, that's like a fish out of water things. There's a lot of comedy of him not understanding American customs. Yeah. It's brilliant. And then uh, Balky had this dance of joy. If you recall that, they would always do the dance of joy. Oh, Larry was a photographer. He was an aspiring photographer. Is that what he was? He must have been a photographer of the newspaper then, right? But you'd think Larry was like a really smart guy, but he was an idiot too. Yeah. Like... It, it, it was sort of a uh, like Three Stooges thing where they're all idiots, but there was like the smartest idiot. Nope. Listen, I'm the smartest idiot there is, so that's saying something. So like you know, they're all like in the general population, they're all morons. But Mo was like he was smarter than the other two, so he was like the leader. So Larry was the leader, but he was really just a dumb guy himself. Then they eventually they got girlfriends, who were they were they were both friends, the chicks. Yeah. So Bronson, I don't want to. I don't want to jump to the end, but yeah. that's all I remember. I remember the beginning. I remember the end. Bronson I Pinchot think, was discovered because he was on Beverly Hills Cop. And the weird part uh, about him is he sounds like he's a foreigner, but he's not. Isn't he from Brooklyn or something? Yeah, he's from New York. His parents, like, I don't know if they're first or second generation. You know, they just give him a weird, a foreign name. Yeah, Bronson Pinchot, by the way, is Balky. In case you don't know. Yeah, I think everyone knows that. Yeah, common knowledge. And he was also in that one movie too. Where he was like some weird... What the hell was that other movie he was in that I always used to watch on HBO? Beverly Hills Cop Part 2. No, but there's something about like... The song Believe in Magic was in it and he was like a magician or something? Yeah, sorry. Don't know it. Maybe I never saw it. Let me see. But you need his IMDb? I don't know what they, I don't know what that guy's been doing lately. Bronson Pinchow? Yeah. Or Larry, or the other guy, Marklin Baker. Every once in a while I see him on something. He was like in an episode of uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent. He played somebody with uh, Asperger Syndrome. He's good. Looks like shit, but he's good. Who, Larry? Well, 
the thing about Larry is that he was in that show Leftovers and he played himself. I recall you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, so never... in the show Leftovers, I think it was like 1% or 2% of the entire Earth's population just vanishes one day. And part of the, in the beginning of the series, they would talk about when celebrities vanished. And they're like, Shaq vanished. And the entire cast of um, Perfect Strangers vanished. Well, it turns out a couple seasons later, they show Cousin Larry, uh, Larry what was his real name? Marklin Baker. Marklin Baker in some dead, like he's all in some like four, like in South America somewhere hiding. Because <laughs> he was, he was so distraught that he was the only one who didn't disappear from the show that he just he decided to pretend he disappeared as well, but he didn't. Well, you know what? If he were a religious man, you know, that was the rapture and everyone was worthy in that cast to go to heaven except for him. So he was so ashamed that's why he had to hide. He didn't want everyone to know. Yeah. And then he, later he he was like helping people. There was some machine that could make you disappear like everyone else and he was like part of that he was talking to people as part of that organization. It was some weird thing. It's a good show. Hmm. But anyways, that's the only thing I've seen him in recently. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I only remember Balky though from all the Beverly Hills Cop movies. He's been in a few of those. Yeah, you don't see them around so much. Didn't they, they do some kind of Skype thing, the they, two of them? They together? get together sometimes, and they still have really good chemistry together. Yeah, they do. It's like me and you. Yep. We're perfect strangers. What yeah, kind you, of accent do I need to do? I don't know. You showed up at my house one day and said, we're friends. Like, all right. <laughs> nah, we could be cousins. Real distant. Are we cousins? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. That makes that time we fucked really weird. <laughs> never heard of fucking cousins or kissing cousins <laughs> yeah I have that's a thing I've got, aren't you glad you don't have like a super hot cousin that you were close to yeah like I mean that happens a lot in porn but um, in real life but imagine I imagine you're like super close you grow up together all of a sudden you know hormones are raging you know you're both you know sexually mature you're like 15 and you hang out all the time you know, it, it, it's going to be tough, especially if you're a dude and you're not getting anything else when you're 15. And this hot girl is like in your bed with you or in your bedroom with you, staying overnight. So first off, it's only tough for you. Yeah, it's not yes. tough for her. She doesn't care. She doesn't find you attractive. You are nothing to her except her cousin. Guy, that is tough. Yeah, but it only goes one way. Well, it could go both ways. It does happen. No. Now we Very should rarely. we should remake for Perfect Strangers and make it a romantic comedy. Oh, you know, if, if Perfect Strangers were made today, uh, Balky and Larry would be gay, and there'd be like this. No, sexual well, yeah, you could do that. But I was thinking, what if Balky showed up? Like, what if your hot, hot, long lost cousin shows up? First of all, it's totally legal. That's worse. That's worse because I've I don't know you. I know, yeah, technically we're related, but all I know is you're the hottest chick yeah, I've but ever beyond seen. Beyond second life. or third cousin is is nothing. There's millions of people who are married to their distant cousins. Yeah. So if you if some cousin who's barely related to you comes from some European country and says, Hey, can I live with you? Oh my god. Hell yeah, you can. <laughs> I'll sleep in the couch. You can sleep in my room. 
And it's like, no, listen, cult, you know, cust, American customs are different. We have to share a bed. I'm sorry. And we can, we like to conserve water in this country, so we always shower together. Yeah. I was like, you don't know our ways. <laughs> I have to teach you. Yep. You're gonna look like you're gonna look, you're gonna look ridiculous if you go outside not knowing these things. Come on. Yeah, I wonder if they thought about making. I guess it wouldn't have worked as well because you would have the the, the tension, sexual tension. Weird sexual tension between cousins. Yeah. They didn't need that. So yeah, you're right. They better have it's better than a dude. Yeah. So I I, I feel like the show was a whole lot of nothing. It's just every episode was just bumbling idiots. Yeah, because there's two idiots. There's two idiots trying to do. The one I wa- I I did watch a couple episodes, um, like last year or something. They put them on Hulu, and the one he he had a job at some like weird thrift store or something, antique store, and of course he had Belky help, and Belky's like selling things for like two dollars, and he's like, I got lots of money for that, and. He, how much did you get? Two dollars. Mm. You know, stupid so things I, like that. I feel like they didn't accomplish anything in that whole series. It's just, you know, them fucking around. The only thing I could think they ever did with themselves is um, getting a house. Like, originally they had an apartment. Then at some point they got a house, but it was like the four of them. It was them and their girlfriends. Yeah. Then eventually they got married, and I'm pretty sure they had kids too. Like that was the end of the series when they had kids. They might, they might have. I'm not sure. No, I'm pretty sure because so I, I'm jumping to the end here. But um, the end of the series, the, both girls were pregnant. I don't know if there was any swapping. Yeah. What are you? Oh, fine. We go in order, and we're 15 minutes into the show, and, like, and the end. There is no order to this fucking show. No, what are we talking about after that, then? We're just done? 15-minute episode, done. This show is 25 is... minutes like a sitcom. That's uh, the way it goes. This, hour is, this okay. hour is 22 minutes, like the Canadian uh, news spoof show. Hmm. Except um, the show is shit by today's standards. There's nothing to talk about. So we'll go. here's the uh, premiere episode. was on March 25th, 1986. Knock Knock Who's There is the name of the episode. Larry Appleton moves to Chicago to become a photojournalist. Although I don't think he had a job. I think he just went there. So you can only do this on TV where you moved someplace with the intent of getting a job in a certain field. In reality, you have to get that job first. No, because I know, I know, quote, stand-up comedians who... One stand-up comedian from the era moved to L.A. And then he's like... Oh, I'll move there too, and I'll just move in with that guy, and then you know. I suppose. So what happens? Larry Upton moves to Chicago to become a photojournalist. Meanwhile, he takes a job at a corner discount store run by his landlord. So yeah, that's the store that I was talking about. So he works there. See, one, I don't recall any of that. I only remember the newspaper. One night, his distant cousin Belki Patakamos, a shepherd from the Mediterranean islands of Mipos, appears at his doorstep. Larry takes him in and helps him get a job at the store, although Twinkle is not happy about it. That's the, uh, that's his... Uh, who the fuck Twinkle? That Twinkie is his, uh, landlord. He's now, a twink? First of all, he couldn't get a job. It would be an illegal alien. You can't just move to a country and all of a sudden just get a job. Oh, back then. Shit was off the books. You they didn't work, visa. You could do shit like that back then. You don't even need a social security number. Episode two was a big one. Larry gets tipped off that Dolly Parton is in town committing adultery. 
<laughs> what? Larry gets tipped what? off that Dolly Parton is in town committing adultery, so he decides to follow okay. her until he can get a picture to sell to newspapers. Oh, he wants to be a paparazzi. Dolly Parton's fucking Kenny Rogers. You didn't think they were together, but they are. Meanwhile, Belky will do favors for anyone who asks, so Larry tries to teach him to say no sometimes. Oh, shit. Belky's like blowing dudes. I, I think I watched this one too and as I recall it wasn't really Dolly Parton he got a picture of like some regular blonde lady or something now he's blackmailing people yeah very risque for the time hey people are fucking I'm gonna blackmail them I don't know wouldn't, but, you, be listen, afraid, you, wouldn't you be afraid you know, to blackmail someone that would come back to you somehow yeah I'd be too scared but first off blackmailing people is illegal because so I was, I'm not well, yeah, doing illegal I, I was watching that Ozark and she's like you know, she hired a stripper to blackmail this guy and tie him up, and then she showed the video to, to that guy. The guy's wife was a senator. I'm like, yeah, but you're you're just there. She knows who you are. Yeah. She can easily get you arrested. Uh, like you're just like, yeah, but then the pictures will come out. Like, whatever. Who cares? I'm well, you know what? It depends on your position. If you know, if you're a higher up kind of person, and it's going to be a scandal, and it's going to kind of ruin your life. But if you're just some fucking dude, I don't fucking care. Yeah, not changing shit for me, man. Episode three: Larry takes Belky to a singles bar to teach him how to meet women. Yeah, because I'm sure Larry was a real coxman. I know that dude was a fucking expert, right? How much pussy he was getting. But Belky's much more adept with women than he thought. So he goes to teach him the ropes, and meanwhile he's like taking home like four girls, and Larry's by himself. Well, that was the episode where Larry was alone listening in at the door when Balky was like fucking two chicks at once. Remember that one? Well, who hasn't done that with a roommate? Come on. Yeah. That, yeah I mean, that, that is common. It's always the worst. Mm-hmm. The only, you know what? What is worse? Your roommate has a girl and you can hear him having sex or your roommate's girl brings a friend over but she's not interested in you, and you're both just sitting on the couch waiting for them to get done. Listening to them have sex. Oh boy! You're like well, awkwardly I, watching television, and you're like, you're still holding out hope that something's gonna happen. But she's like, pointing, you're pointing her legs away. You know, she's away. You know, body language says everything, and she's like pointing away from you, and she's yeah. only saying like every a word every three minutes. You know what? I don't know because the first mm-hmm. one has happened to me. No. The second one hasn't, so that's all just imagination for me. So I don't know. Yeah. The situation is good. I met it where I thought I was with one girl and then she brought a guy over with, and a friend. I'm like, oh, those two will be together. But no, the guy stole the girl from me and then I, and I wasn't really interested in the other girl. I'm like, oh. Listen, first off, the guy didn't steal the girl from you. She wasn't interested in you and yeah. decided to go with that guy. That was okay? like, that was like his- number three worst night of my life. I have, I have a few. That's number two or number three. Laundry list here. Cause like, how horrible is it? Like, you literally think you're dating this girl, and she invites another dude over, and her friend who you think is for the dude, but it turns out the friend is for you. Well, didn't that happen to you again? Where there's a girl who you thought you were dating, and then when she showed up, she had hickeys all over her neck, not from you. Yeah, but that's a little bit different. That was just like, she just decided she cheated on me. It's like, I thought that was my girlfriend. This huh. is, hey, girl, this is the girl girl I think we're da- that we're, that I'm dating. Says, hey, let's hang out and come over. Yeah, my friend and his girl are coming over. 
they come by and you're like okay that's fine next thing you know the girl you think you're dating is canoodling with the dude and then the girl at the friend she's like hey I'm into you and you're like well, what the fuck is going on yeah and don't you regret that in retrospect you just should have said whatever man I guess I'm with you now fuck yep. it yep I should have at the time you were probably a little bitch about it and pouting well you're hurt for one you're like, you got rejected yeah, but really, what difference does it make? Like, you barely knew that girl. I remember I called you. you. I, don't know if, I don't think we were texting at the time, but we, but I think I called I, you. And I'm like, dude, this yeah. is fucked up. Yeah, you called me and told me about it. Like, I don't know what to do. And I remember, I remember the girl like, she saw I was distraught, and she like pulled me aside. She's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "What are you fucking idiots? What's wrong?" Yeah. When you called me, I could hear your the quaver in your voice, the tears. <laughs> She was completely clueless to why I was upset. She, she had no idea. She's like, what's wrong? I don't get it. You hurt me. <laughs> so anyways, I think... Other uh, than a dude crying. I think Larry would would have been... Uh, he's better off just being alone, Larry. Yeah. So at some point... I, now, we already did the spinoff of the show in a previous episode, Family Matters. At some yeah. point, he gets a job. Yeah, at some point they all work at the uh, Chicago Tribune or something like that. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure when he actually got the job. I have to assume Larry was a photographer for the paper because yeah. that was what he ah, wanted. But season I really don't three. Know. You know what? This is weird because it wasn't until season three. Hmm. Larry gets a job yeah. at the Chicago Chronicle as a reporter and has to write an article by the next morning. So as soon as he gets a job, there's already hijinks. He brings Belky well, in to find a job and Mr. Burns the city editor hires him for the mailroom so from the Simpsons why does he just keep getting jobs for Belky like how is it that thanks for hiring me can you hire my friend too I mean my cousin get the fuck up that's why he doesn't, How's have, he gonna get a he doesn't have a green card or anything and he can't, or a work visa but he's a really good hard worker <laughs> hey and you can pay him under you can pay him less than minimum wage he's not even he's fucking illegal yeah, not, and you know Mr. Burns is cheap so that sounds pretty good. In another episode, Larry discovers he's gained seven pounds. He diets unsuccessfully, prompting Belky to give him a misopian diet, mis, my, miposian diet. So he's like he like invented the uh, Mediterranean diet, or whatever it was called. <clears throat> what was that diet called? I mean, I think there was a Mediterranean diet. I don't was know. Wasn't one where we all just eat meat or something? The carnivore diet. I don't know. Whatever. Um. So at some point, the the uh, when he gets this job at the, the Chicago Chronicle, the as we already talked about in the Family Matters episode, the elevator operator is uh, the mom from Family Matters. Was there an episode where they were stuck in the elevator with the mom? Probably because they were probably reminisced about their life together. I bet. Yeah. Hey, you remember this? I sure do. I'm I'm the elevator operator, and I got a family at home. My husband's a gay cop. We got to fuck a nerd next door. That would have been great. So in season four in the episode called The Lottery, Larry, the smart guy, tells Belky, listen, don't play the lottery. It's too much of a long shot. Then a frantic search ensues when Belky's lost ticket just might have won him $28 million, which I'm sure it didn't. Of course not. And then, you know, I'm sure... Larry at first is all you know lottery's a fucking scam don't bother and then Larry's like pulling his hair out trying to find that ticket yep how oh, this shit goes so predictable man I've said it a hundred times 
to be a TV writer in the fucking 80s and before, oh my god, fucking cake. You got a shitload of money to write garbage. So, and all you're doing is ripping off episodes from other shows. It's true. It's the same storylines recycled. Man, there were so many seasons. Seven fucking seasons of shit. Yeah. Went on forever. I mean, it's just all stupid. Like, the Larry and Belky deal with an uncooperative elevator when moving Mr. Wainwright's new couch to his office. Yeah, like, like I said, every episode was just some, you know, bumbling bullshit. Yep. Man, imagine getting paid to write that. So yeah, they and you're you're a fucking success too. You like listen, I'm running for Perfect Strangers. It's a long running, you know, successful sitcom. Belki and Marianne come home from their honeymoon. This is back. This is in the in the eighth season, and they reveal that they are expecting a child. Belki brings with him a native Miposian plant called the Middle Crumptopolis root, said to take away mm. the pains of pregnancy. So I guess they both got pregnant right away. They did. Well, that's the end of the series, though. They both got pregnant, and they were able to induce labor via a hot air balloon. Well, first of all, the last few episodes of the series, after a tragic ant farm accident, Belky believes he's stricken with a deadly curse that brings death to anyone he touches. Oh, yeah. Then in the next episode, the Appletons and the Bartokomoses compete for a college scholarship for their unborn children at a local game show. Like Jeopardy? So that's another thing that happens a lot of 80s sitcoms where characters get on game shows. Yeah. When's the last time you were on a game show? Uh, never. Yeah, on TV, it's pretty easy to get on one. Yeah. Um, and finally, the final two-part finale on August 6th, 1993. I was still watching. A very overdue Jennifer will stop at nothing to finally have her baby. <laughs> at nothing? She like getting a knife out? Yank that shit out. Because wouldn't that mean you had nothing? Like nothing will stop me from having this baby. Even if it means inducing labor by taking a hot air balloon ride. I told ya. I fucking... How, how do I... Re- like, man, uh, all the useless fucking information rolling around in my head that I remember that episode... I knew that was the final episode. So it found they found they went up there, it worked, and then the other couple said, "Shit, we want to have our baby now too." So then they went up on the fucking hot air balloon and induced labor. Is, that way, both kids have, were born. They have medication for that. A doctor can induce labor. You know what? It's easier just to go on a hot air balloon. Plus, you get the view. Well, except that you're stuck in a hot air balloon and. The, the guy who pulls that rope and the flame comes out, he's got to give. He's got to be the doctor. I'm pretty sure they didn't even have that. They just did it themselves. It's like, listen, I can pull a rope. Yeah, because it's a real sterile situation up in, a, in one of those baskets. Fine. Listen, people were having kids, you know, uh, in like caves and shit. Yeah, they right? died all the fucking time. Yeah, we'll be fine. Don't worry. Don't, listen, I'm on a sitcom. Don't worry about me. And the final, final episode, part two... Trapped on a board, trapped on board, a runaway hot air balloon. Larry and Belky must find a way to get back to Earth as Jennifer goes into labor. And that's how the show ended. I do remember they were like all in front of their house. At the end, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I remember the hot air balloon shenanigans. So should they bring the show back for a reunion episode? They should. No one will watch it. Who the fuck's watching that? 
Like, Bel- like Belky would be like there wouldn't be like, you know, he'd kind of know the lay of the land now. Thirty years later. Yeah, except it, they'd have to. Ha- he'd still have to be some fucking foreign idiot, though, because that's kind of his character. What if another foreigner from the place comes and lives with him? Now he has to teach him. It's like, you know, I know the ways now. Yep. And that could be the hot cousin, who he's tempted to fuck. Why doesn't Why doesn't Netflix put a perfect or strangers, where <laughs> Kevin Kevin cousin Belky's long lost relative comes and visit his Belky's son or daughter because that's like Fuller House where you know Danny showed up but he was only in like one episode of a season or whatever wait a minute you have no 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 it would have to be three people because you have the two kids because they're the same age they both had kids so now you have those two kids living together as roommates when a third long lost cousin oh yeah and she's a hot chick uh huh and they're vying for her but she's not interested in either of them because she's not sick and she doesn't want to fuck her cousins. And then their and their dads come by with advice all, every once in a while. Like, listen, if you want to fuck your cousin, this is the best thing to do. Come Believe on, me. Netflix, let's do it. Perfect or strangers. I know. In the final episode, you're in. It's, it takes place in a hot air balloon. I don't know what's going on up there, but no. something. Someone's having trying to have a baby. Oh, the the girl cousin who moved in having a baby, but she doesn't know whose it is. <laughs> And she's so ashamed of herself because on a drunken night, she's not sure if it was one of the cousins she or not. She had sex with Belky and Larry Jr. Uh-huh. So is it this dude that I met or is it one of my cousins? And then she- it turns into my two dads. There you go. <laughs> my it two dads ends. and my mom. And then like it, just like in my two dads, one of the dads goes moves on to Stranger Things and he just joins that cast. Perfect Stranger Things. You're right. Hmm. It all works out. Yeah. Ooh, wouldn't that be a good crossover? Perfect Stranger Things. Someone did did that. They put the well. They put the perfect. They put the Stranger Things music over the Perfect Strangers theme. Oh. Ruined your whole idea. I want the actors in there too. That'd be fun. Yeah, so I'm all I'm all for it. Perfect Strangers. Fuller Isles, Perfect Strangers. Everyone loves nostalgia, so let's do it. I don't know what you do for who's the boss. How would you change? How would you, She's the boss. Uh, you'd have to do some shit like that. Turns out she's the boss. But except she was the boss, though. It would have to be the exact same thing because they're not going to have it where there's a man in charge. No, this isn't a reboot. I'm not doing a reboot. I'm doing a continuation. Like Fuller House. Because I think that that hits the nostalgic button better than a reboot. Well, you'd have to have the Samantha character getting a male housekeeper now who's the boss that's another that'd be the name of it now who's the boss Mm -hmm. mm-hmm there you go that's a good idea keep cranking out the bullshit grandpa Tony shows up hey oh hey grandkids let me show you hey let me show me Tony Maselli you may remember me as being your grandfather let me show show you how to tap dance like my grandpa did I put bottle caps in the bottom of my of my shoes. Now we can just afford tap shoes because they're not that much money. And we don't have fucking bottle caps. We don't drink things that have bottle caps. That so is, I'm sorry. Yeah, beer. I don't know. We could get drunk first. We're not alcoholics. More growing have- pains. <laughs> Growinger pains. Now more painful. 
What about family ties? Hmm. Family or ties. Severed <laughs> family ties. They get a divorce. Mm. Elise and, and Michael actually get a divorce. The perfect couple. Oh, that's sad. That, that happens. It's fucking old hippies. Yep. And, you know, Michael Gross would do it. Oh, he'd do anything. He did 75 oh. different versions of... Uh, Tremors. Tremors. I know. <laughs> so he would do anything. Like, anything for fucking money, please. He's got to be like 80 years old now. Yeah. Anyway, this is the perfect strangers. When they both go. Yeah, I don't know what Elise is doing. I don't know what... Uh, what the fuck was her name? Meredith Baxter Bernie. But she's not a Bernie anymore. No? Is she just Meredith Baxter Jones? Yeah. Meredith Baxter Davila. You married her. I did. I didn't I didn't want to rub it in. Listen, you're married to I, a seventy year old woman, yeah. but she's pretty famous. She was famous. Yeah. She's like you ever saw family ties? Like, yeah. You know the mom from there? Yeah. Fucking married her ass. That's yep. my wife. Yep. You're fucking jealous. So I, I, I like think that. that I think that could get me to meet uh Michael J. Fox. Sure. You know, you could have like a little get together and like, invite Michael J. Hey, Fox. Hey Meredith, why don't we uh, buy a buy a table at that uh, you know charity uh, event that he's having? All right. Yeah, surprise him. Say hello. Like, look, it's your TV mom, and it's me. It's your TV mom's new husband. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Let me help hold you steady while you're on stage. You're shaking a lot. That's great. Yeah. Let's let's work on that. Let's marry Meredith Baxter. Yeah, unless I don't care if she's married now, because I'm sure I'm a step up. Whatever she's don't got. you think? Now, how hard would it be to find like some old, washed up actress and like, marry her? Uh, you know what? Surprisingly easy. Like you could do the uh, the Mark. Uh, what was that guy's? That guy married uh, Martha Ray. Yeah. You could go that around just marry like a super old, like a ninety year old celebrity. Wait for her to die. It's yeah. like, listen, I'm gonna keep you company. I'll, you know, help with the upkeep and, you know, I'll change your diapers and whatnot. And, you know, I'm fun and, you know, I'll keep you entertained. She's dead now, but it would have worked. It would have been perfect. It would have been um, Lois Lane from Superman. She was fucking nuts, wasn't she? Yeah. So she was on the outs. So you just meet up with her and, you know, I don't, know what, how, I don't know what good like, it does I'll, for you. I'll, I'll fuck you every once in a while. Maybe she, on your birthday. She didn't have any money and, you know, you'd have to go Still to Comic. You could get a Comic Con for free, I guess. Yeah, it's like, listen, I got Lois Lane. Yeah, I'm married to Lois fucking Lane. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right. We're, mar we're marrying old ladies. That's <laughs> the end of the show. That could be, new, that could be our new sitcom. Yeah, we both marry uh, like old washed up celebrities. Yeah. And we commiserate about like, oh my God, what I had to do. Holy <laughs> shit. That would not go over well these days. I know. <laughs> she's so gross and old. Her skin's all oh, yeah. wrinkly. She's got gray pubes. Uh, so you're 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 flossing on <laughs> flossing them out of your teeth. <laughs> yeah, all right. What does that have to do with perfect strangers? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's the show. Hotjawizkids.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Tell a friend we marry old ladies now.